Perfect. Alright, are we good? Cheers. Cheers. Final cheers. Oh shit. Alright. <laughs> P2. So Tiny and I came to you live from uh, my car on uh, I think it was Saturday with uh, what we called the Dynasty podcast. And um given that it's the fantasy semis, uh we thought uh, we would we would treat you to the first of what's gonna be many more podcasts. Um in what Dick Navis has dubbed Dynasty Rook. We play chess, not checkers. So, Nailed it. it's, it's pretty good. It is pretty good. Uh, what we got today for you are a recap of the quarterfinals. Then we're gonna court, we're gonna recap uh, the playoffs, and then we'll recap the consolation. And then right after that, we're gonna tell you who's gonna win the consolation semis. And then after that, we're gonna end with uh, semi semis previews. And then last thing on the show will be a little. Oh no, sorry, not the last thing. Did, we're gonna do degen bets, a little rewind and update on those. And then the last thing is going to be a Dick Nava special topic, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. So let's get right in here with a little quarterfinals recap. Um, in, the, in, the, in the bottom half of the draw, we had pitched to Johnny with 87.14 points over 0-2 to ring 2, which will now... You oh, know, you got to change your name. <laughs> you know, that, that name's not going to work anymore, I don't think. But, uh, I mean, in this matchup, it was, it was a lot of Brady. I, I don't know. I'm just yeah. game guy. He was... He was fantastic in I that mean, first finally. Because yeah. <laughs> Michael Thomas usually produces. Alvin Kamara usually blows up. And I think Brady just basically kept the average going it's, for Drew. They're going on like different trajectories. Like where, where the Saints are. I had Breeze and Kamara in standard. Yeah. And they're just getting murdered. I don't know what the deal is. Ingram. Yeah, I, I think I think it's pretty interesting. Uh, we talked a little bit on P1 about uh, Tom Brady's struggles in Miami. And for him to come out and have a 32 fantasy point game... Um, in our league, um, you know, especially considering how inconsistent his production has been all all year, for him to turn around and do that was was pretty incredible. Yeah, and he's usually bad in the fantasy playoffs because they've usually like wrapped up the division and like they're like fourteen and fourteen and nothing. Like they're so he, he usually doesn't play that good in the fantasy playoffs, but he was great and Drew really needed it. I mean, I guess I don't know how much he needed. Hermes made a lot of bad mistakes there, huh? But I think his optimal lineup he would have had Dak. Uh, Dak had 33 points on the bench. Jarvis, who finally went off, oh my god, 21 points. Deshaun Hamilton and Jordan Howard even had more points. Gronk, yeah, he just hit, hit bad luck. Yeah, but um, I, I, I mean, with those guys on the bench, though, again, those are extremely hard to predict. You know, before last week, when I think Jarvis had a little over 100 yards, um, he had been doing nothing uh, in Baker's offense. You know, I, I believe it was hurt early in the year. He was struggling a lot. Um, you have a guy like Jordan Howard who has had, I think, two or three weeks all fucking season where he scored double digits and was on a big drought up until up until this week. So so those were, were pretty hard to predict. And I think, you know, even though Gronk produced a lot more than Zach Ertz uh, this week, uh, Ertz has been a model of consistency, and I, I just can't. That's what we were talking about earlier. I, I didn't really look. Is he, is he, he's been pretty good all year, at least that floor, right? I guess Gronk is the up and down. He's been phenomenal. Yeah, I should I accidentally switched teams while I was talking there, but he has been he's been phenomenal all season. I mean, he's had a couple down weeks, but I think the majority of his weeks have been double digit uh, fantasy production weeks, and he's been one of Carson's number two guys. I mean, they're best friends. I think they were in each other's weddings last year. Oh yeah, they're home ducks, and they're both white too. So yeah. you know, <laughs> I mean, I think Herm made all the right starts. I don't think you can start Gronk Jordan was eight Howard. Eight for eight for hasn't a, done, 107 no, Herm, a touchdown. Herm. Oh yeah. He doesn't. You can't start Jordan Howard. He hasn't done anything all year. You can't. He, Matt Nagy hasn't featured him like the previous coach did. You have to start Phil and Keenan because yeah. Phil and Keenan have been fucking fantastic. And then Jarvis hasn't been doing well. Of course, yeah. he goes off now once he sits him. But yeah. 
I mean, the Lions, Matt guys, Stafford's not playing well. Shady got Joel's hurt. Golden Tate's got some gone. bad luck there, too. Yeah, and then going off Drew, I don't think you can start Gronk. So, I think Drew made the right move starting Ertz. But moving yeah. forward, I don't know who to choose, who to start, Ertz or Gronk. Yeah, it's a, those teams are kind of trending. Philly's not really been playing that great, but um, that'll be interesting. We'll get to that in the matchups portion um, mm. when we talk yeah, about what you should be doing this week. Just a little part of that is when you think about what what um, TV was just saying is that Tom Brady's not usually a, a fantasy playoffs kind of producer. This year they needed more than they have in the past. You know they haven't been as strong as good of a team. You know going into the playoffs. So these later weeks of the NFL regular season and these you know fantasy playoffs, maybe they'll kick it up a little bit and you'll get that production from both Tom Brady and Gronk. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see moving forward. Uh... How those guys change name, Herm? Yeah, <laughs> you gotta change the name. All right, so that was the that was the first matchup we had last week for those gamblers out there who played the pool. I'll, I'll put out some results maybe tomorrow morning. Drew wins as a plus point three eight dog. So our first mm. dog win of the week for uh, Drew. So Drew's gonna be playing Kevin in the fantasy semis. Um, in the next, in the next, in the last uh, quarterfinal that we had, just win, baby. I gotta eat some humble pie yeah. here. Just win, baby. Took care of YGLT Later, by nine buddy. points. I gave some hot takes on the podcast, and all all those didn't really work in my favor. Room goes also... to seven straight over GB and gets the proverbial monkey oh off his back. Oh my gosh! I mean, the whole thing right here is Calvin Ridley versus Edelman. Oh, yes. I think you took consensus around the league and you went with the upside. But this is what we were talking. This is what we were talking you didn't about. Go with the floor. no. But this is what we, this is what we're talking about. But like, yeah, if you're you gonna think... win the championship, you might as well go ceiling. No, that's see, that's what's crazy. It's like it, you look at the low scoring matchups. Like dude, that's an interesting thing. Like, do you go for these? Booms or like literally Edelman. What Edelman got me in the first five minutes of that game would have won me the champ. Would have won me this round. But I mean, it, yeah. that's, you go with the forty, go with the ceiling. I think yeah, Sapp- to me, Sapphire was a little bold. To me, sure. I saw as Ridley's number two. Matt Ryan's not consistent every single week. I think Tom Brady you can trust, and Edelman's number one there. Yeah, yeah. Josh Gordon hasn't proven as much to to be the number one guy. So I think starting Edelman. In Miami and just throw slot down, slot, slot check downs all day, but damn Arun, yeah. that I mean, I that's impressive by Arun. And the thing about it, I mean, obviously uh, everyone remembers that I um, was a proponent of Calvin over Edelman. Obviously, much of my uh, you know hindsight chagrin, but you know, I, it, looking at it now, I was kind of checking out the snap counts before we talked, and Calvin's not even the number two there; he's the number three. Um, and you got a lot of a lot of passes that are going. So to what? Sanu at two? No, I mean. No, no, no. I, oh, so, so I'm just talking about snap counts wise. Oh, snap counts. Yeah, yeah. How much? How much they're on the field? Correct. Like, you know, obviously, obviously, Calvin Ridley's much more. Um, I think he's produced a lot more than Sanu this year. Again, he's had his blow up weeks and his, his down weeks. Um, but just snap count wise, he's not on the field as much as the other two yeah. guys, and you have to. Still a rookie, into man. Yeah. So, so, you, uh, so that's what Dick tells me all the time too. So you, you just step. He's he's a rookie in a new offense. He's it's gonna be a while, but uh, that one that one that one hurt me. Um, The last thing I'll say on my team, I mean, Juju's a fucking monster. Yeah, he's fucking good, man. Yeah, like going back to that trade, I I think me me and and Andy (laughs) pretty much feasted. The the Doug Baldwin for nine, a ruined probably worst move I've ever seen him make as a fantasy guy. But he's he's pretty good. And then and then swapping Doug those through it, Doug Baldwin yeah. playing through it. All but the one season. thing is, I mean, he he got a big win, man. He got fucking Saquon. Yeah, and Saquon. I think he, he won the trade, but then as we see it in the playoffs, correct? Arun won. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah. Saquon is going off. He's a fucking Arun monster. Hit the jackpot with number one pick, trading Drew Brees away 
for Taylor's number one pick. I, I think Drew Brees flops last year because Alvin Kamara comes on the scene with Ingram going for 1,400, 12 touchdowns. And, oh, man, Saquon. Dude, he, I think he, I, we did the dynasty rings. I, I don't know if I put anybody above him. In the rookie running back side. He's so yeah. fucking good. <laughs> and the Giants are terrible, and he's still producing. Yeah. That's what Saquon's he's... unbelievable, and I think he's only going to get better. I think he's only yeah. going to get more efficient. Um, you can see, especially later in the season, you know, I think throughout the last three weeks, he's averaged over like six, seven yards per carry mm-hmm. in, in those games. And even more than that, even close to 10, I think. And, and I mean, he's just been... He's just been fucking workhorse, and he's fucking awesome to have in your team. Like a ruin, that's like fucking a ruin in a grand slam. It's fucking yeah. awesome, and knowing that guy week in week out production, he's he's a guy who can go win you a fantasy ring, and that's what a ruin's gonna try to do. So a ruin takes down GV. Unfortunately, this week a ruin goes seven straight over GV, and he's now gonna be in the fantasy semis playing uh, Jade. Um, quick consolation highlights from the week. Pofucius, dominant. Damn. He put up the high. Be Pofucius beat everyone, everyone yeah, in the league everyone. this week. 133 points. And why is that? Because of fucking Amari Cooper. Jesus he is unreal. He is unreal. Goes 217 yards, 10 catches, 13 targets. Not one, not two, but three fucking touchdowns. Unbelievable. I, I just want to remind everyone of podcast number one where I talked about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I know it was kind of an easy pick considering he had a blow up week last week too, but but I think just think he's only going to get better. He's not going to have 200 yards per game. But, Maybe. <laughs> uh, you, know, you never know, but he's he's just been unbelievable, and I think that's just going to keep keep getting better. Yeah. And like you were saying last week on podcast one, Dak is just, he's not a thrower, and I think he's just going to feed Cooper. Because he it's knows easy for him. he's his best receiver. He has the best chance of getting open. I think he's just going to feed Cooper. Cooper loves it. Yeah, he he's loves having a ball. He smiled. I didn't even know he smiled. <laughs> he's like he, a Kawhi guy. He, he said in an interview that um, the the tr- the trade changed him, and he's more passionate now. He's having fun playing. Was the trade? I think he was. I think he was like a childhood fan of the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So, but yeah, he's going off. What? Like I mean, and it's important to have a you have a receiver that can play that can play any of the receiver positions. He can play X in the slot. He can play flanker. He can play that that X. Um, I'm sorry, Z in the slot, and then the X receiver position. He can play all over the field. He can be wherever Dak wants him, and and playing a position that that they both find comfortable in order to maximize his production. I think that's forty four point seven fantasy points. In, in retrospect, right? That's 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 worth the late first yeah. rounder that, that they got that they gave up, right? What yeah. the fuck is Gruden, Gruden doing? I mean, give, yeah. give us your Gruden talk, Nick. What oh, the God. fuck is, is Gruden that, wait, doing? Is that more or less than Derrick Henry had this week? Oh, a, that, a little less. 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 <laughs> Six <laughs> points less. Oh, yeah. Derrick Henry. Mr. Henry did that only, God, only two hours ago. Welcome. Oh, my God. Take away his 99-yard rushing touchdown. He had 140 plus three touchdowns. Yeah. Unbelievable. So, uh, it's like bad. It's so good. Oh, man. Finally. Good thing he's... Here for the playoffs. <laughs> that not is, but it's okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, so Mario has been great. I'm thinking Mario just fucking propelled Poe. Uh, so those of you who had Poe as the favorite here, we're going to get a W there. Uh, Zol struggled with some bad days from LF, Tevin Bowman, and uh, Goose, Odell. Goose Egg from. Oh, yeah, Odell didn't play. I forgot. Eli Manning, terrible. LF, I, I don't know. I, we're going to get to LF mixing a little bit oh. later with the Degenda base, but I think that's a. That's one where people are all over the place. So I, that's going to be interesting McZone, what I talk about. <laughs> and then, uh, what's the? Can you give me the current score, Ferdy? We're, we're recording this on Monday night. It's it's uh, the third quarter is about to start of this uh, uh, 
three zero. <laughs> yeah, we're like, yeah. <laughs> pretty glad that we're not watching. But yeah, Ferdig was up before this matchup two point eight two against Breeze Nuts with Thielen and Dallin going up against Rudolph. Uh, going, Verdig has Thielen and Dallin, and then um, Taylor has Rudolph. Um, I think Verdig uh, is up five. This game's pretty close. Yes. Thielen has done nothing. This is the first bad game for Thielen pretty so far. Um, but so Ferdig's projected to win, so that would put Ferdig against um, the that, big dog against you. Uh, against yeah. Stratton. That'll oh, put Ferdig against that. Um, I mean, oh yeah. So we talked about it. obviously playoff seating is a little different in the constellation because it's all random, but. I am much more comfortable playing Taylor or uh, Furtick in the Constellation playoffs than I am. Yeah, um, playing Poe or Zul. Uh, yeah, so. assuming 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 it's Pittsburgh Feelers taking on Freshenators. Um, assuming he gets that win, Tiny's lineup of Rich, Mitch, Lockett, the two fast Johns, John Brown, John Ross, the RB stable of C Mac Daddy and Nick Chubb, Austin Hooper, the badge with the fifty nine yard field goal for uh, for the Bolts, and Detroit G is projected for one hundred and two points this week. About, I mean, Badgley went off. He had a 59 Yeah. That's the, that's, he's the greatest charge kicker of you all time. You finally found a kicker? It's, it's, it, the fact that we found a kicker makes me, gives me like some hope. If the, we get all these bad calls, that false start that didn't get called. Like We get all these good calls this year. I think it's the year for the Chargers. But I will say that for another time. <laughs> and then Ferdinand's yeah, yeah. lineup with the Bake Show, Sterling Shepard, Thielen, Pettis, Cohen, Cook, Mark Andrews. I still don't really know who that guy is, to be honest. Um, and He's the, the second Fertig- guy. It's always the second guy. <laughs> New York D. And the Ferdig MVP Goss is projected for 90. So Stratton is projected to beat Fer- uh, Stratton is projected to, uh, Stratton is uh, projected to beat the Pittsburgh Feelers by about 12 points. Mm. So those will be that'll be the line for you this week. Hey, thanks um, for losing all season and then <laughs> so what are your not being good until the very end. Predictions? Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Predictions? I got C Mac Daddy. I got I got the I got the team Mac. Just going off? Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're good. No, they're I mean, Stratton's running back group is tremendous, and that's that's got to be good enough to be. Receiver pretty, right? group is not tremendous at all, so not it's tremendous. just always on and off. Feeling cool. I think he he went over one forty against me, so he has the potential to those running backs. Yeah, just, that's the that's got to be. I think. Yeah. I mean, my, and running back is the position that produces the most, so it's it's just a good. Do when we first start dynasty, I think we always thought the receivers were valued were better because they just have longer careers. Well, but if you don't have one of these fucking top careers. five running backs, it's so hard. Yeah, that's true. It makes life so much harder. But yeah. these guys, like you, you go see Mac Daddy gets fucking twenty five touches a game. Like it, it makes your life so much easier having those guys, and that's why I think Furtick has that. Hopefully, in fucking the beast to oh, help him yeah. cook and fucking guys. Guys, next. So both those teams that are playing right there, they're they're gonna have young, really good backs, and that's how you win. That's how you've been winning. So I mean, uh, Austin I, Hooper, nice. <laughs> He's alright. But uh, what are your predictions? Who, who's gonna win? Uh, I got Strat. I got Strat. Man, too much firepower yeah. for linebacks. Yeah, I think Str- I think Trubisky is is uh, well rested. I would say, <laughs> yeah. um, and I just think he has more a higher ceiling. Yeah, but we just said maybe four is a better. Yeah, he's, he's bound for a rebound game too. Uh, you know, he had a rough game against. Uh, I, I mean, sort of golf against the, against the Bears, but he had a rough game against the Rams. Um, but they didn't really need him to do too much there. So hopefully, he can turn it around and have a nice productive. Actually, no, I'm changing my pick. I choose Poe. Poe's gonna win. Matt Ryan. T.Y. Hilton, Amari Cooper, Spencer Ware's going to get the you? ball. No. Oh, me? Oh, <laughs> shit. Matchup, dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> That's I'm the good. next one. We got Poe Futures taking on Dick Davis in the Steel Curtain. Dick Davis' lineup. Yeah, Poe's on my Mahomes, mind right now. Mahomes, Devontae, Corey Watt, Fitz, Ingram, Derek 
fucking Henry. Derek <laughs> fucking Henry. Kittle, Prater, and Pittsburgh D's projected for 101 points, which is more than Poe's projected for at 94. Um, with Matty Ice Ice Baby, T.Y., Coop, Aaron Jones. Coop versus Derek Henry. I think that's the, that's the matchup here. Who's going to score more? Um, Aaron Jones, who's been fantastic. He's been really good, too. Yeah. Um, Spencer Ware, Evan Ingram, Boswell, and the Chargers D, who might get a little torn up this week. Yeah, so I think Poe could be Shutton, but I don't think Poe could be me. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, look at it. I got Patrick Mahomes, the number one fantasy player. Devontae Adams, the number two receiver in all of fantasy. Corey Davis can either score 20 points or one point. Who knows? Larry Fitzgerald, I traded for him for a reason, and it's for the Constellation Playoffs. Mark Henry, Derrick Henry, finally going off. Uh, uh, where, Mike Vabrell in a, in a press conference. He said, Derrick Henry, we got to keep feeding them. we got to keep this offense going. This is amazing. Who are they playing? Uh, Derrick Henry? Who's the Titans playing? The Giants. Oh, the Giants. They're vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. And it's at Giants, and this it's is... raining, so I don't see Mariota throwing the ball very much. If you're not aware, this was the Dick Navis Super Bowl pick. Yeah. Dick Navis has money on the Titans winning the Super Bowl. Ooh. <laughs> it's looking much better recently than it did at the beginning of the season. But and then George Kittle, I mean, arguably the best dynasty tight end. Kittle's like nice to have, like those like Santa safety blanket guys for those quarterbacks who kind of suck. Yeah, he's been awesome. Kittle's been unbelievable. I think he's the first. Um, I think I saw something today that he's the first San Francisco tight end in the oh, yeah. franchise to go over a thousand yards. Yeah, that's fucking, and the San Francisco's been fucking good. Yeah, so, yeah I mean, they've, had, they've had some good guys. And, come and, and, and you can only imagine he'd feast more with Jimmy G coming back, right? He's only going to be better. So I mean, Kittle's a. You going to tell us what that, you know, tell us that what that trade offer was? Well, for what the kid the Kittle uh, package? No, no, no. There was Kittle some was involved. Kittle was involved, James <laughs> Conner was involved, and I'll just leave Sending it them both to their, to their owner's favorite teams. Yep, Sending them both exactly. home. <laughs> Never worked out, though. I think, uh, just, just speaking about Kittle a little Kittle, bit. Kittle, 32 I think, points, I think, James Conner, zero. Yeah. I, I think what, uh, what Kittle's been able to do at a young age and what a lot of these young tight ends are able to do at a young age is pretty incredible. I mean, you have a guy like – you have these guys – like most of these – you know, in the past few years, most of these tight ends that have been productive have been, you know, a few years into their career. You look at a guy like Delani Walker who spent, what, four or five years in San Francisco yeah. but, and, and averaged about 300 yards per season. And yeah. then even his first year in Tennessee, and then he turns 29, 30 years old, and all of a sudden he is a perpetual tight end one yeah. for the next four or five years. So when you see guys doing it at a super young age, you know that they're going to be special. That size and speed a, together, man. He's... Yeah, not, not, not saying he's going to be a Gronk guy, but, um, but like, it, 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 I mean, why not? That sort of emotion. Yeah. When, if when you believe see, Jimmy's I mean, good, why not? Right. I mean, they're, they're very different players, but you know, if he can be that productive at a young age, sky's the limit for him. Yeah, and he's good. Another guy that you look out for, and Mike Gusecki, and maybe next year, you know, he's the, the, so big, speedy guys. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's our. That's going to be our other semifinal. I'm going to take uh, Dick Navis there. Um, oh wait 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 no 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 no! I'm gonna take Poe. You gonna go Poe? Mahomes is getting oh Mahomes is getting God. cracked on Thursday, baby. The bolts are coming for them on Thursday. <laughs> they are that would coming be the for them. The best possible thing that could happen for me going into the championship is playing Poe instead of Dick. So I'm, I'm very okay with that pick, GV. Who are you gonna take? I'm actually gonna take Dick in this matchup, though. I think Dick's got it. Tiny Dick Woo! together again. Uh, <laughs> me and you in the <laughs> Constellation Championship, bro. 
I, I hope so. I don't want to. I want to count my chickens, but I'm hoping I can pull off uh, the the opposite of an upset against Fertig or Taylor in the next round. Yep. Nice. So just to recap, we have uh, Stratton is a fir- about a 12 point favorite against Fertig, assuming Fertig wins. I did live update. Um, I think Fertig is winning, but uh, and then we're gonna have Dick Navis favored against Poe for the chance for that uh, 13th pick. Uh, but now we're gonna get to the good stuff. We're gonna get to the the semis, of the dynasty playoffs. 